Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, February 8th edition. We have a big one tonight. Uh, Usually they're smaller slates on Tuesdays, but we have a 10-game Tuesday slate after just a a small five-game Monday and a six-game Wednesday in between. But we have a nice 10-game here. Start one game only at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have three late ones start uh, tipping off at 10. Now we have a couple teams on the front end of a back-to-back being New York, the Knicks, and Phoenix. And a couple teams on, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, a couple teams on the back end of a back-to-back being New York, Knicks, and Phoenix Suns. And a couple teams on the front end of a back-to-back being the Lakers, Blazers, Kings, and Wolves. Uh, everybody else on the slate is a one-off. Before we get started, I want to let everybody know that we have a brand new fantasy sport, uh, daily fantasy sports partner at Sportitos. That is Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Pick the player props for the best players in the NBA. If you hit the most, get the most points at the end of the night, you win a share of the nightly prize money. It's as easy as it sounds, it's as simple as it sounds, and it is very, very fun. So do give it a try. That's Again, that's Thrive Fantasy. The app or at thrivefantasy.com. Enter the code ETHOS when you're signing up and get a 100% deposit match and two or four free game tickets. Again, enter the code ETHOS when signing up and you get a 100% deposit match and two or f- four free game tickets. All right. Let's jump right into this late. First game on the docket, we have the Phoenix Suns taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. As mentioned before, the Suns are on or one of the two teams on the back end of a back-to-back. So we do not have an in- injury report for them, uh, but we do have for the Sixers. Simmons, Springer, Reed, Milton, all out. Thibel, questionable, no spread. I waited a while to do this one very late at night, and there's still not much spreads. Uh, with all the evident flowing of the NBA, I guess uh, we don't get them till late. It's just how it's going to be. Um, we'll start with the Sixers on the Sixers side of the ball. Or the Suns side of the ball, they are the away team. Uh, campaign is questionable. We'll put him, and then Shemet, Nader, Sarich, and Kaminsky all likely out. Shemet could be back, but... Everybody else is definitely out. Um, and we'll see if anybody sits out on the back end of a back-to-back on this road trip. Uh, they're playing. Uh, they've played Chicago earlier. It's not too too much of a travel day, but we'll see. Starting in the backcourt, uh, Paul Booker. I'm not really trying to spend that much in this matchup for these guys. Uh, not so much eight either. I do like Michael Bridges. I'm kind of upset that he's now 6,200. I like anytime he's going to Philly. Uh, homecoming game. Philly's the team that drafted him as well and traded him. Uh, you might know the story of how elated he was and then deflated he was, knowing he was going to play for his uh, hometown team and then not. Uh, but he's in the low 6Ks now after a couple blow-up spots. A couple games ago, he had three straight games over 40 points against the Spurs, the Nets, and Atlanta. Um, then back to the six, uh, 26, 29 points. I like him in this one just because of the, the narrative and, and the blow up, um, potential going back home, uh, playing in front of his hometown. 
and home fan, families, all that stuff. Uh, so I think this is a solid one. Jay Crowder, 4,100, Cam Johnson. Uh, Jay Crowder missed missed a bit. If one of those guys is out, uh, and I'm leaning towards Crowder could possibly be out, um, Johnson becomes very much in play. If Crowder does play, uh, at 4,100, I'll take a chance on him as well. He's another guy I like. Then we'll look at Aiton. Aiton missed some time. McGee's in the back end of a back-to-back. We don't know. Uh, if they're both missing or something little there out there, maybe Biombo gets to start again at 4K. We can really like that. But outside of that, not too much interest here on, on such a big slate. On the other side of the ball, Joel Embiid is 12K. Uh, he's been on fire. Probably not going to spend 12K for him in this particular matchup, though. Maxi Harris, both a little bit more expensive. Seth Curry, 5,400. Uh, he is a guy that I would be targeting. I like the price tag there. Hasn't really done much since he came back the last two games. Uh, he's been on and off the court for the better part of uh, three weeks now, playing a couple games. Uh, he came back on the 31st and the 29th and then missed a couple, five more days. Uh, before that, he was missing 10 days. Been on and off with that. Multiple injuries, but uh, 5400 is a decent price tag for a guy who's been playing really well this year. Uh, on the year, he's averaging 28 fantasy points, so he's beating value there. Uh, even in a tough matchup, that's a... But we can attack, especially if Thibault's out again. There's just more minutes. Uh, speaking of Thibault, if he's out, Danny Green for 3,400 becomes a pump play option. Uh, if he's in, probably going to leave most of these guys alone, maybe take a shot at Curry, and then uh, leave the rest of the game alone. Jumping on over to the next game, no spread for this one as well. We have the Indiana Pacers taking on the Atlanta Hawks. On the injury report, we have Collins is probable. Gallinari is questionable. Lou Williams is doubtful. Brogdon is questionable. Isaiah Jackson, questionable. Terry Taylor, questionable. Both other TJs, TJ McConnell, TJ Warren, Miles Turner, Ricky uh, Ricky Rubio, who's now on the team, all out. We'll jump on over to the Pacer side of the ball. They are the away team. Uh, Sabonis at 9,400. It's a st- solid play. Uh, he only played 26 minutes against Cleveland the other night. First game back from the protocols. Uh, and I guess... He only played two games before that, missed nine days with that ankle sprain. But uh, he still put a near double-double up, and I think the potential here is uh, pretty big. The one time he played against the Hawks, he had 41 fantasy points on only 10 shots. I expect more shots in this one. Uh, Brogdon, if he plays, he's going to be severely limited. I can't imagine he's going to play much. Uh, we don't have Levert anymore. No Turner. No Warren hasn't played all year. I mean, this is Sabonis' chance to go off in a, in a decent matchup. Um and we know he could shoot the ball, so he could get Capella out of his comfort zone. Uh, I think 9400 is a solid price tag with all of these people out. And then you're looking at uh, Duarte, 5500 uh, especially if Brogdon is out. Uh, we saw in the last game he played 36 minutes, only 12 shot attempts, but he still finished with 22 points. Uh, he took six free throws, 35 fantasy points. I like Duarte here. Uh, especially if Brogdon's out. If Brogdon does play, I don't expect him to hit 20 minutes. He's questionable right now, and he hasn't played since the 19th of um, January, and he's only played two games this calendar year. I uh, only played two games since the 21st of December. So even if he does play, I don't expect him to play more than 27 minutes tops, but uh, that would still put a little bit of a dent in Duarte. Hopefully he doesn't play. Duarte's a really solid play there. Um, so is Dwayne Washington, 4,100. He's not drawing the start, but he's playing a near 30 minutes uh, each game and taking a lot of shots there. Uh, for the last five games, he has at least 13 shot attempts. Um, 
13, 17, 14, 15, and a 7 mixed in there. But that's a lot of shot attempts to take for a guy at only 4,100, and I like that. Um, and this is probably where I'm looking at. With Sabonis, healthy now. Jackson, Taylor, uh, Batadze, they're all going to be playing a little bit. Uh, and two of those guys are questionable, Batadze and, and um, Taylor as well. All right, jumping on over to the Atlanta side of the ball. This is just a juicy matchup all around. Uh, Trey Young, 9,800. Makes sense. You don't have to pay up for a top guy to get top stats. Uh, he he scored 63 fantasy points in his lone meeting against these guys. 27 shots he took, and he made 13 of them. You can see a repeat performance. I mean, uh, he's <laughs> mostly backups are in there for the Pacers right now. Trey Young is going to be worth all of that 9,800. I'd much rather pay that than go up to 12K for the Embiid uh, in the last game. Outside of him... I think John Collins is in a solid spot, too, at 6,900. I would rather try and get to but um, a Trey Young if you have, but that's $3,000 difference. Collins there makes some sense for me. Uh, Okungwu, even, 3,700. He's been pretty solid. Uh, Closing a couple games. He didn't fully close the game, but he played most of the fourth quarter in the last one. Uh, That's a guy you can go to under 4K, especially if Gallinari misses, who is questionable. That could open up a potential for... uh, him and Capella to see a couple minutes next to each other. Not sure, but it should open up a little bit there. And uh, Herder at 4,300. I like taking a chance on that. It's just a bad team that they're going against. Him, um, Hunter, Bogdanovich, those three guys there in, the, in that particular uh, very cheap range. And even Capella, but he's not playing enough to, to warrant there. But those other three guys, I don't mind taking a chance on either of them at their protect Perspective price tags, I'd like Herder the most of the three, uh, and he's the cheapest, so that helps a little bit as well. All right, jumping on over to the next game, we have the Boston Celtics taking on the Brooklyn Nets at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't have a spread for this one, but we do have an injury report. Uh, on the injury report, nobody of note for the Celtics. It's just Dole, Bowl and Dozier still on the Nets. Aldridge, Durant, Harris, Irving, Millsap all out. Harden is questionable again. Nick Claxton is questionable. Uh, both probably looking more towards out than in, but we'll get to that after. On the Celtics side of the ball, another guy. Um, both guys at the top, very interested in. Uh, more so Brown. He's just cheaper, and it's going to be a good matchup for both of them. Um, more so Brown. Both these guys didn't have a great game in the first one. Uh, Brown actually shot I believe 5 of 15 from the field and 0 of 8 from 3. I won't imagine that happening again, especially with everybody out on Boston. Uh, They're not going to – if they have Harden, he's going to be the only guy, but uh, they don't have Kyrie in this one because they're home. Rob Williams, 7,200, should feast here. Uh, I don't expect Claxton to play. We have no Aldridge, no Harden, no Durant already. Most of that front court is out. It's going to be a lot of Blake Griffin. Aaron Sharp, uh, Rob Will could take advantage of that very much so. Um, I like him and Brown the most, and Marcus Smart, fifty one hundred. That's just a very solid price tag for him. Uh, he the one game he played against Brooklyn, he had forty three fantasy points, just about on twenty points, eight assists, uh, multiple stocks, multiple rebounds. Did, did very well. Last two games, he's only played twenty five minutes, and he hasn't really burst up into the mid-30s, and maybe he doesn't in this one as well because they're playing against a bunch of backups, uh, but he can really uh, stroke it here, and if he gets a couple shots down, really like him. 
All right, jumping on to the other side, and it's just take your pick. Uh, there's going to be a lot of value here, especially if Harden doesn't play. Then it's just going to be that rookie scrub lineup that they're throwing out there. If Harden does play 11-2, you have to consider it because, again, Kyrie's not going to be here. He's going to be the lone star. There's not even going to be Aldridge. Uh, so you definitely have to consider it if so. Um, and Patty Mills is an option regardless. He's going to have to get a ton of shots. Uh, if Harden plays, still a lot of shots. If Harden doesn't play, he might be the number one option on offense. Uh, then you're looking at Cam Thomas, Blake Griffin, uh, Bembry, Sharp, Edwards. It, any of these guys could start here. Uh, if Harden doesn't play and Claxton, you're looking at so many op- uh, shots and opportunity, so much opportunity to go around. Uh, Blake Griffin, I, I do prefer over Sharp, 4,600. He started the last game, played 30 minutes against Jokic. Shot 7-12 from the field, 19 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. We know he can put up numbers when he's given the time, and I don't expect Claxton to play here, uh, so I expect him to get the time here. Um, and he might be the focal point in the uh, of the offense here, being the primary playmaker, especially if Harden, if Harden is out. He is the best passer on this team outside of Harden right now because uh, Kyrie's not playing in this home game. So Blake Griffin, very much in play for me, and he's going to be one of my favorite plays uh, Cam Thomas been taking on a bigger role with or without Harden. <clears throat> there's not going to be Kyrie, so there's going to be a role for him. Uh, last two games, he has a combined 50 points scored, not fantasy points scored. Uh, so he's definitely in play. 19 and 16 shots those last two games, only 4,800. Definitely a, a name to keep an eye on. And Kessler Edwards, we saw him before uh, when given a, a role. He might see 30 minutes without Harden here, only 3,400. We've seen the upside of that before, so uh, keep an eye on that as well. Bruce Brown might get back into the rotation for a substantial amount of minutes. Uh, James Johnson started the last one. This is just a field of dreams for take your pick and and hope they are a good under 5K. Um, there's a lot to like here. All right, jumping on over the next game that starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, we have a 228 game total. The Grizzlies are seven-point home favorites here. On the injury report, George, Leonard, Preston, Scrub, Brooks, Tilly, Pons, all out for this one. Oh, and Aldama, all out for this one. I will start with the Clippers. They are the away team. Norman Powell, 7K. Uh, He had 36 0.75 0.75 fantasy points. He brought back value in his first game against Milwaukee with his new team. Took 16 shots, nine of 16. His usual efficient self, uh, four of eight from the free um, from three point line, six to seven from the free throw line. Uh, dude's been super efficient for the majority of uh, pretty much his whole career, and he's going to be. He went back from he went to the number one option on this team uh, in one game. He's he's going to be. That was only 24 minutes that he played against Milwaukee. 24 minutes he took 16 shots. Uh, had nearly 37 fantasy points. 7K, really much like him in this matchup. Uh, Memphis is one of the best defenses in the league, but Powell is just getting used to his new team. I think by soon he might be in the mid-7s, uh, 8Ks once he hits the 33-minute mark or so. Uh, so I think we could take advantage of him here while he's still getting used to his new teammates because he is the number one option right now. <clears throat> um, then you have... Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris Sr., they're both taking a little bit of a hit. Still a little bit high. I'm not really trying to pay for them. Uh, Covington in his new role, he looked pretty good. Uh, 4 of 7 from the field. He had 20 fantasy points, but he's still 5'2", 
I don't think he's going to get a ton of run here. I'm not really interested in many other people in this matchup outside of Powell. Um, they just added two other guard forward type players to the rotation, uh, and we'll see how they fit in. I don't even know if Powell's going to hit the 30-minute mark here, but he's still the number one option anytime he's out here for this squad. And uh, mostly leaving them alone. Uh, everybody looks pretty much healthy outside the two big guns here. Uh, and there's a lot of mouths to feed and a lot of players here. But I like Powell. Like Powell. On the other side of the ball, you're playing one of the best defenses in the league again. Uh, the Clippers, for how well, whatever the record says, they are uh, a bottom five offense and a top five defense right now. Um, so not a ton of love here. Uh, John Morant, I would just prefer Trey Young, who's in a much better matchup on the other side of the ball. Though Jaws, no, no slouch either. It's just a tougher matchup. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., 6,800. I like him here, uh, but I, I'll probably go in other directions. He's averaging 42 fantasy points against these guys in three games in under 30 minutes, so a lot to like for him in this size. He plays a lot of center uh, with the Clippers tending to. They have Zubats, Ibaka, Hartenstein as their centers. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. can hold his own against each of those in the size department as well, so uh, he would be the, one of the guys that I'd be attacking here. Not in super, super high on him, uh, but I, I really I think the matchup is uh, pretty solid for him in specific. And then you're looking at, um, I'm looking at like a Kyle Anderson. I really think Kyle Anderson in the forward game, he might get a lot more power forward minutes with the way the, this team plays. Um, he's only 4,400 now. He hasn't hit the 30-minute mark in what seems like forever, I believe. Uh, not once this calendar year, but uh, we know the potential is there, and I don't mind taking a chance on him. I won't be high on him. He's probably going to be low on my uh, value plays, but uh, he'll be in my player pool for there. All right, next game. Uh, we have the Houston Rockets taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, rematch of not too long ago. We don't have a spread for this one. We do have an injury report. Um, we have Usman Garuba out. Eric Gordon questionable. And then Big Willie, Kyra Lewis, Didi Lazada, Zion, all out. Garrett Temple questionable. We'll start with the Rockets. Uh, and the big news here was that this team decided to go big last game where they played the Pelicans. Uh, they went big to match up. Uh, the Pelicans have been playing Jackson Hayes at the four. Uh, they started Sengen and Wood together. Sengen played 25 minutes, uh, put up 25 fantasy points. And if he does wind up drawing the start again or seeing that type of load, um, I do like him. He had five points, six boards, four assists, and only six shots. Last three games, he has at least 23 fantasy points. So that's value bringing back here. Uh, and all three of those games, he saw at least 25 minutes. So if he's getting the minutes, that price tag is very low. So I, I do like Sengen here. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is one of my favorite plays in this matchup the other night. He took 34. He played 34 minutes. Only shot 3 of 10 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. Uh, still brought back 27 fantasy points with his 8 assists, but only had 8 points, 4 rebounds. I like him to run it back. I like the run back here. Uh, I don't think he's going to shoot that poorly from the field, and I, I think he'll take a little bit more shots. Uh, usually he does shoot poorly, but uh, this is a good matchup for him. I think he'll bounce back in this one. I do like him. Uh, him... Sengen are my two favorites. Uh, if Eric Gordon doesn't play, that's could be why Sengen uh, jumped into the lineup there instead of matching up big, so that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Garrison Matthews takes advantage if Eric Gordon doesn't play as well. He took 11 shots in the last one, brought back almost 30 fantasy points, uh, a little over 29, 18 actual points. 
Uh, so those three guys I'll be keeping an eye on, especially if Eric Gordon doesn't play. I think Sangin can draw the start again. Garrison Matthews gets more minutes there. Uh, and I really like Kevin Porter Jr. And I'm going to go back to the well on that one. The other side of the ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, I highlighted as my in my in the article as my favorite um, high-priced player of the night, and he didn't disappoint. Uh, two games against the Rockets this year, he's averaging 61 fantasy points and 36 and a half actual points. He scored 33 against him in the last game uh, when they played on Sunday, and then he scored 40 the first time they played these guys. Uh, yeah, I think we can go right back to him again. He is 9,200. Uh, but he's been awesome since he's come back from injury. Uh, he Since he came back this month, he's, he came back the first this month after missing 11, uh, 12 days. It was it was the 12th days, uh, 12th day. He's had 40, 53, then 63 fantasy points. Uh, 4, 12, 12 in assists and a couple of rebounds. Not many rebounds, a lot less than he's averaging on the season, uh, but he's become a bigger playmaker right there, uh, and he's scoring a lot of points. 23, 26, and 33. So um, the steals and stocks have been coming up to it in that three-game stretch. They can go back to right back to um, Ingram here in a juicy, juicy matchup. Uh, Josh Hart, he's a guy that I just like. Uh, he brought back 34 in the last one as well. We know the rebounds are there. We know mid-teen scoring are there. Uh, he is averaging over four assists on the year, uh, so that's something to keep an eye on as well. Just been very solid all around. Is a Always a solid uh, mid-tier price tag here. Jackson Hayes is starting, uh, so that is something to keep an eye on. The last four games, at least 26 minutes in each. Uh, it brought back points in the 30s, at least 33 points, three of those four games. And I think uh, that's something to keep an eye on. 5,500 if he draws the start again. He is very much in play with the way he can rebound and uh, score efficient bas- uh, score the basketball efficiently. Herb Jones is the last guy I look at. He didn't have a great game in the last one, but um, he usually does his dirty work, and it it does help. Uh, I do prefer Jackson Hayes if Hayes is starting again, and I do prefer Hart if you have that extra $1,400, but uh, he'll be in play because of the way he plays. All right, jumping on over to the next game, we're at the 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time games now. We have the Detroit Pistons taking on the Dallas Mavericks. In Dallas, on the injury report, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleba, Kristaps Porzingis, all out. Sterling Brown, questionable. On the Pistons side, we have Isaiah Livers, Pickett, Jackson, Josh Jackson, uh, all out, and Cade Cunningham as questionable. We'll start with the Pistons. They are the away team. Um, and a big chunk is going to hinge on uh, Cade Cunningham. If he plays, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to go after him. I'm not going to go after Joseph or uh, Jackson or Hayes. Um, but if he doesn't play, Corey Joseph, been seeing a ton of minutes. Uh, he could be in play here. Don't really love the matchup for any of the guys on this side of the ball, but he would be in play uh, at only 4,500. Take a chance on him. Same with Frank Jackson, only 3,600. Uh, could take a chance on him. Don't love either of them in this particular matchup against one of the best defenses in the league, but they get a big bump. Uh, with no Cade there. So does Diallo at only 4,900 uh, and Grant and Bay. But for the most part, um, really don't love the matchup. Going to leave most of these guys alone, uh, and especially if Cade plays. On the other side of the ball, Luca is 12-2. Um, don't know how close this, this game's going to be a big spread, especially if Cade doesn't play. Uh, don't really love spending 12-2 for him. I don't know 
he's probably going to put up a triple double, but I don't even know if he's going to play 35 minutes. And if I'm paying 12-2, I want him to pay, play 35 minutes. Um, Dwight Powell at 4-7 should draw the start. Last two games, he's played 34 and 36 minutes. Think that could happen again. Uh, and he's brought back value both times. So I think a third value time without Kleba, without Porzingis, uh, without Hardaway Jr. to slide down. I expect another 26 to 30 point performance from him. Uh, Reggie Bullock is hot right now going against his former team. Then we can ride it out. Only 5,600. He has three straight games of at least 20 points scored. Actual points. Um, Two of those three games, he scored over 43, 42 fantasy points. And he's played high minutes in the 30s, 36, 38, and 38 minutes each time. Mid-teen shots. Uh, yeah, while he's hot right now from three and taking a ton of them, double digits in those three games, uh, let's ride him. Uh, he's playing against Detroit. Can float threes there. And that's a team that he played against. So uh, those are the couple guys that I'm looking at right now in this particular matchup. All right, jumping on over the next game at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the New York Knicks. And as I mentioned before, they are one of the two teams on the back end of a back-to-back, so they don't have an injury report. And the Denver Nuggets. Uh, no spread for this game because of such. On the injury report, though, we have Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Blackwell Kankar all out, Austin Rivers as questionable. Uh, for the Knicks, Rose we know is out, and um, Solomon Hill's out for the year. Kemba and Grimes both missed the front end of a back-to-back, so not sure if they're going to be in for this one or not. Uh, Kemba's was rest. Grimes was an actual injury, which seemed to be in warm-ups. Uh, so Kemba could play. Maybe someone else rests. We'll see. But we'll go with uh, Kemba's in, Grimes is out, and everybody else plays again in the back end of a back-to-back against this Nuggets team. Um, <clears throat> RJ Barrett's the one that I, I like the most, but at 7K, I do like other options there. Uh, so I'm not really going to go for him. And there's not much uh, outside of that that I really like. Uh, Kemba Walker, 4,100, just clogs some things up there. Even he's playing minutes in the 20s. He's been very bad recently, uh, but so is everybody else. Mostly just going to leave the Knicks alone unless something changes and uh, people are just resting. Like, a, say, a Randall rest, and I really like Obi Toppin. Um, Evan Fournier, you can take a shot at at 5,600, but I think there's just better options on this whole team with the way they've been playing lately. On the other side of the ball, uh, I mentioned Luca. I mentioned a couple people over 12K already. Uh, Jokic is the one in play for me because of the matchup. Um, we might, I don't really love going against Phoenix for Embiid. Um, Detroit is just bad, and Luka can get 60 points in under 30 minutes very reasonably, but I doesn't have to do it, do it, do it uh, if the game gets out of hand, especially if Kade doesn't play. Uh, and that opens up things for Jokic if you want to pay up. Um, if K doesn't play, I don't think the game is as close. <clears throat> so it opens up things for Jokic, who is going to play a lot regardless. This game could be competitive. Uh, should be competitive even against as the Knicks are playing bad. And 60 points is very reasonable for him here. Um, outside of that, I think you can look at like a, a Will Barton at 6,600. Just another name in the mid-tier value. Uh, he's been playing really solid lately. Three straight games over uh, 30 fantasy points, 32 fantasy points. Uh, so bringing back value there uh but not in love with the rest uh monte morris 5400 is always an option 
I think we have a little bit higher of upside there right now. Uh, but for value and uh, cash games, he's certainly in play here. They've been playing very solid basketball the last uh, some odd days. If you look at his last six games, he's averaging nearly 30 fantasy points per game. Um, five assists, nearly four rebounds, 15 points. Been playing real solid these last some odd games here. So uh, value to be had there. Upside, not huge, but he'll bring he'll bring you back value. So if you're floating there and you're not trying to go for the huge upside, Monte Morris is a solid play. All right, we're on to the last three games of the night, all at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Los Angeles Lakers at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we have a 2:30 game total, and the Bucks are three and a half point home road favorites. Uh, we have on the injury report. Mello, Dumboya, none. George Hill, Brooke Lopez, all out. Dwight Howard, questionable. Grayson Allen, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, as probable. We'll start with the Bucks. They are the away team. Um, Giannis, 11-8. Would love to pay for him. Uh, all, of, all the people that are super high-priced in that uh, 12K range, I just mentioned Jokic, I mentioned Luka, uh, Giannis is the one that I want to pay for the most at 60, uh, 11-8. He had 47 points and nine rebounds in his lone game against the Lakers. I will see a lot of Davis, but I, he gets up for these matchups. Um, he's going to see a lot of Davis, and this is going to be a very solid matchup for him. Uh, I think he can get to go off again. He's going to be playing against Davis and LeBron James. Uh, I expect him to, like I said, get up and have himself a – MVP like game here. Uh, so I really like paying for him and he's under 12 K. Those other three guys are all over 12 K. So I really like paying for him there. Uh, Drew holiday at eight K just going to be in a fantastic matchup. Point guards are crushing the Lakers. Uh, he only had 33 fantasy points in his meeting against the Lakers, but he went three of 13 from the field. Um, one of six from three point range. And he still put up 33 fantasy points. He had four steals, He had six rebounds, eight assists, five turnovers, too. So he just had a very terrible shooting game, uh, turned the ball over a ton, and he still had 33 fantasy points. There's only only up to go from there um, in this particular game. And those those are the two that I'm looking at the most. Middleton at under 8K, he had himself uh, a solid game as well against these guys, only shot four of 12 in the field. Uh, 34 fantasy points. I do prefer Holiday over him, though. I think the matchup is solid, uh, so that's where I'll go. Him and him and Giannis, and then I'll leave everybody else alone. On the other side of the ball, it's a similar situation. Uh, we we know we have the three three stars here. Um, LeBron didn't play against the Bucks in their meeting before. AD did. AD only had under or 38 fantasy points there. Uh, don't really want to pay up for either of them. I don't mind paying up for LeBron at 10-5. But I do think we have some other solid options there. Uh, Malik Monk is a guy I was targeting. And then I saw that he was six um, <clears throat> six thousand three hundred, and I'm doing it less so. Uh, but he's been on fire, so he is a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, but really not loving that price bump. I really don't want many people from this lineup. Uh, if I had to pay for LeBron and match him up with Giannis, I don't hate doing that. But that takes up a significant portion of your salary cap uh, to fill out. So I'm pretty much going to leave this side of the ball alone. All right, jumping on over to the next game. Uh, We have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Sacramento Kings. We don't have a spread for this one. Do have an injury report. 
Uh, Patrick Beverly, Josh Kogi, Torian Prince, Nas Reed, D'Angelo Russell, all questionable. McKinley uh, Wright is out. And then we have Terrence Davis out, De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, both questionable as well. We'll start with the Wolves. Uh, they have a lot of people questionable. Russell, Beverly probably should play again in this one. Um, they both played the other night. Both had were both pretty productive. Russell played 30 minutes, brought back 43 fantasy points. Wow, this is going to be a good matchup for most of these guys. Edwards is in a good. We we know that the uh, guards can attack the Kings here, but uh, if Russell, Beverly, everybody plays, probably not going to have much exposure to the three of them. The most I would is Beverly, um, because he's only 5100, but. With those two guys playing, it takes a lot of playmaking and and uh, initiating away from Edwards, while he still gets his shot up and whatnot. The assists don't always fall there when those when those guys are there because they they have the ball in their hands a little bit more as well. Uh, Beverly not so much, but Russell has the ball in his hands a lot more, um, so it takes some things out of Edwards. And then you still run a lot of plays through Carl uh, Anthony Towns. So uh, with everybody healthy, leaning away from them a little bit. I think Towns is in a solid matchup, uh, but I don't want to pay 10-2. I do prefer paying up for some of the guards instead. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly, those two are the guys that I'm looking at the most here uh, at their respective price tags in this matchup. On the other side of the ball, uh, we'll see if De'Aaron Fox plays. That's always a big key there. Uh, He was a full participant in Monday's practice. So I think he will be back for this one. Uh, He hasn't played since the 19th of January, so it's been a little bit. But after being a full participant, I assume he plays, and that just shakes things up. Uh, If he doesn't play, Halliburton is a guy that I'm definitely looking at again. Harrison Barnes as well. Davion Mitchell, who's been stellar for a fantasy perspective in his absence at only 5,400, would be another guy I'm looking at. But I think he plays, and that kind of, Changes things up a little bit. Uh, with Terrence Davis out, that does help Davion Mitchell secure a, a larger role. Same as Buddy Heald, who's now under 5K. Uh, but that changes things. I'm probably not going to have too much exposure to a few of those guys that I mentioned. The price tags are a little higher. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, 5,100. I want to play him, but he still hasn't hit 30 minutes. Um, he hasn't hit 30 minutes this month. He's around the 25-minute mark the last couple games. So uh, don't really want to fully go there. Marvin Bagley might not play. Uh, Mo Harkless is starting to everybody's chagrin because Meru would be much better play if he was starting and getting 30 minutes. Uh, really don't love anybody on this side. Uh, Mitchell and Heal are the two guys I'm looking at. Uh, if Fox does come back, I'm looking at him a little bit. Uh, and if Fox misses, then I'm going right to the guards. Mitchell, Halliburton, two guys I'm looking at the most. Buddy Hill a little bit more. Um, but Fox is going to mess that stuff up because I think he's playing. All right, last game of the night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Orlando Magic taking on the Portland Trail Blazers. We have a 224.5 game total, and the Blazers are 5.5-point home favorites. Long injury report here, uh, so I'll just run through both teams. R.J. Hampton, Jonathan Isaac, Etwan Moore, Markel Fultz, Michael Carter-Williams, Eric Bledsoe, Keon Johnson, Damian Lillard, Nasir Little, Larry Nance Jr., Cody Zeller, all out. Trandon Watford uh, is questionable or is probable. The only one that is not out on this long injury report. Uh, so this is going to be a high scoring game. They have a 224 and a half game total. 
uh, two teams that are playing for ping pong balls at this moment uh, after Portland signif- pretty much signaled that. Uh, I think McCollum should be on the move soon, uh, if not this summer. But they're playing for ping pong balls right now. But we'll start with Orlando. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Been in a solid matchup. Uh, whether if Mobamba and him both start again, uh, there's really not a power forward on this team. Now they traded Covington. Nance is out. Might be Wofford starting. Uh, Arthur goes small. I think Wendell Carter Jr. is in for a very, very nice matchup here. Um, hasn't hit 30 minutes in the last two games, but they were both massive blowouts. They got beat by uh, over 30 points to Boston and 20 points to, to Memphis in the last two games. Uh, coincided with two low-scoring games. But before that, he had three straight games of at least 37 fantasy points uh, under 7K. He would He's a guy that I'm very much targeting here. Uh, Chumo Kiki. They're probably going to go a lot smaller on the other side of the ball. Uh, helps him as well. He's going to get minutes at the four, at the three, uh, maybe five. I, I doubt that, but uh, you never know. And Okiki's only 4,500. I think that price tag is good. I keep going back to these two guys. I like them. Uh, I, I like this. I don't mind stacking this game. I, I think it's going to be very interest, interesting, like a um, Jalen Suggs at 6K, a Franz Wagner at 5'5". Uh, even a Mobamba at five. I don't mind all these guys. I mentioned the first two guys because those are my two f- preferred plays. Uh, but if you wanted to go at Gary Harris for two as well, I think there's some some solidness to maybe this game goes to overtime, uh, stacking it very late. But <clears throat> the two preferred plays are, to me, Okiki and Wendell Carter Jr. in the opposite of that order that I mentioned just there. Uh, on the other side of the ball, again, um, Nurkic could take advantage of this matchup. I don't. I'm, I don't really play much Nurkic at all. Um, and eight five is a little high, highly priced for me. But the one game he played against these guys, he had sixty two fantasy points. He had twenty two rebounds and twenty one points. Um, so you can't take that away from him. And a lot of the higher priced guys I like happen to be guards. So um, or forward. So Nurkic is definitely in my play in this or in play for me in this one, especially after he blew up in the last game against these guys at home. Uh, they just traded some people, Norm Powell, Robert Covington. There's more room to operate here. Um, CJ McCollum, Anthony Simons, both in play for me, more so Simons. Uh, I, I like the $1,400 difference. McCollum seems like he's on his way out, so I don't really want to throw a lot at him. I don't know how much he's going to give, but they might be building a way around uh, Simons to give him that contract. So at 7K, I don't mind taking a chance at him and Nurkic. Uh, then the rest is, I don't know, take your pick. Ben McLemore might be starting, 3,500. CJ Ellerby is going to get more minutes here, uh, 3,400. And Watford might be starting, who knows. Uh, I'm not going to look at Tony Snell, but those three guys, more than capable of taking a flyer on them, uh, 3,200, 3,400, 3,500 for McLemore, Ellerby, and, and Watford. Uh, they need bodies right now. Even Justice Winslow at 3K. Uh, he played 20 minutes in his debut at 6.7 boards. So another guy, he might be playing a lot of power forward in this one. Just a lot of opportunity for these guys. Uh, they only have three real starters, Simons, McCollum, Nurkic. Simons was a backup before Lillard got hurt and, and whatnot. So only have r- truly those three guys are locked into the lineup. The other two are uh, floating there. So take your shot. You won't know the starting lineup till late, but there's opportunity there uh, for big games. 
All right, that does it uh, for this 10-game podcast. Uh, we will, I will throw out my favorite tiered players of the night here uh, before we head on out. My favorite high price play, the other night I had Ingram against the same matchup. I'm going to change it up. Uh, I like Trey Young against this Indiana team at uh, 9,800. Just a very, very good matchup for him, too, under 10K. Uh, those two guys, that him and Ingram, are both under 10K. Really like them both in this matchup. <clears throat> My favorite mid tier play of the night. Uh, there's quite. A decent chunk here, but I think I like the guy that I just mentioned in the last uh, round. Wendell Carter Jr., 6,800. I said last round, last game. Uh, 6,800. I think he's in a very solid matchup. Uh, the front court, uh, not even the front court, though. The team is depleted in, in Portland, um, and he could take advantage of that. So I will be trying to get a lot of shares of him. And I, I, like I mentioned before, I'm going to bounce back with KPJ as well in there. Uh, my favorite value play of the night. Uh, well, I don't think Nick Claxton plays, so Blake Griffin's going to be one of them at 4,600 just for sheer opportunity alone. Uh, and I will be taking a lot of chances at him. Uh, and that's that's where I'm going to lean. Uh, that's where I'm going to go with this one. And if you want to take another shot in the dark, I don't know if Malcolm Brogdon does play. If he doesn't, Dwayne Washington Jr., 4,100 against Atlanta, uh, is another option that I'm, I really like in that cheap range. So I guess I threw two in there for each guy. Uh, We'll, and we'll see because there's a lot of them are dependent on questionable tags there. Uh, but that does it for today's edition of DFS today. Thank you for tuning in. As always, have a great night. Good luck. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.